change had much to say But man, I still think them cats are crazy They were asking if you were around How you was, where you could be found I told them you were living downtown Driving all the old men crazy Boys are back in town. One time for my LA sisters. Got the spot open up one time. I found places is a virtue. One and now got one push came to shove. One what? One love. One love. One love. One love. One love. One love. Fifty three. Day one lifestyle and friends of the podcast. Episode 53, I, I guess you can call it season three. You heard it. As always, I'm here with the main man, the Muffy Man 3-2. Got my dog, Garrett, Fab 304. And we're in the building, quite literally, like inside, because we're not outside recording this. Muff, where are you recording this? Give the listeners some input on where you're recording this exactly. In a garage. You know, I moved all, I moved my Lambo outside so I could record in here. <laughs> As we said, it has been a long minute. I swear these things don't happen on purpose. We, we we did intend to take a small minor break as we had a big event, basketball, at the end of August. And, you know, we had a lot of prep going into that. It was a great time. We're going to have some stuff coming out on that. So keep a lookout for that. But, you know, Muff, it, it happens. It happens. You take one week off. Next thing you know, it's December. It's Christmas time. Yeah, a week turns into a month. And then... Like a month and a half and a couple more hours. But it's all good, you know. Sometimes you just need a a breather. The people need a, a listening breather. And then we come back with even better content. And essentially, we're kind of just like school teachers if you think about it. We kind of did the summer. We did a nice little break. But we just kind of skipped the first month of school, basically. Yeah, you know, just like in general. This, is, this was a syllabus month. Just skipping it. Didn't really matter too, too much. And speaking of some syllabus... We actually got to run at each other again. Like I said, you're up in Pittsburgh, which was awesome. First time I saw you in probably about a year and a half, two years in person. And we were at the Texas game. Actually, we weren't inside, but we were outside the Texas game back in Morgantown and, and had a great time this past weekend doing all that good stuff, as you can imagine. Yes, sir. Back in the snorping grounds. Good to smell that Morgantown air um, and just be back, you know, in, in our uh, in our element, you could say. I don't, I don't know how we did those those long nights back in the day, man, but uh, it was definitely worth it, you know, like I said, for, for coming back that weekend. And uh, it was good to see everybody, see everyone having a good time and all that good stuff. But Muff, let's hop right into episode 53. Shout out to everyone old and new that's been rocking with us. As Muff said, you can follow him at the Man 32 You can follow me at Fabs304. You can follow us at Day One Lifestyle. We've been posting a lot more on the Instagram, too. We got we we still got we got I think a pair of shorts and uh, one shirt left. Maybe we'll do a giveaway with those. Shout out to everyone muff that has caught those from the basketball event. I think we got in like twelve different states for real. Not tuna and horn, but that, you know that was pretty cool to see. I know we sh- shipped them out to uh, Cali, Seattle, uh, Florida, Texas, New Jersey, New York, PA, Maryland, Ohio. So just every West Virginia, of course. You know, so everywhere, man. It was cool that we, you know, got day one lifestyle a little bit everywhere. Yeah, facts. It's cool to see, um, you know, people really wanting to not necessarily wear your brand, but just be a part of it. You know, and to know that you got friends all over and 
you know, the people that just like to support you is really, really cool, especially when it comes to you know, actually buying something. So we definitely appreciate that, and we definitely have more to come. I do know, though, October, it's beautiful. If you're a sports fan, it's beautiful. If you're a fan of the fall, it's beautiful. But like I said, sports, NBA, MLB playoffs going on, football, college football, pro football, hockey, croquet, you name it, everything is happening right now in October. Fact, it's so busy, but you can't be bored. And if you're bored, get up and do something like <laughs> go watch the MLB playoffs. So I don't know where exactly we're going to start and we will end up with this episode. As I said, it has been a minute and I'm just recapping a little bit, but let's jump into football. We got to shout out a couple names and shout out to the Draft Network for the help on these names. Um, I, I did see Pat McAfee. I don't know if it's a, a reoccurring thing. He's calling Thursday night games on ESPN College Football, and I saw they had a, a, a five name uh, of different people on, on different teams, but I don't know if it's a reoccurring, so I definitely still wanted to do this. Like I said, shout out to the Draft Network. Muff, looking at the list, offensively, give me your best name this year in college football. I'm honestly going with with Jaeger Bull. What? Just because Bull is one of my favorite words to say, but I, I hate Jaeger because I drink water, but I actually really do hate Jaeger, like, no joke. But I think that name is just kind of cool. It's just like Jaeger Bull. It's like a Pokemon. You calling yourself out. Jaeger Bull. And he's from Rice, which adds to it to me. I like Rice. I'm going to go with Johannes Taylor from Ball State. Wide receiver. Johannes. Pass the ketchup. Like, you really don't even, like, I mean, I guess if you're in New York, you might be like, yo, Johannes. Like, you know what I mean? They like to say yo. But it's like, you really just have your, your initial greeting there already. Shout out to the parents for really just making it easier to, to, to greet Hyatt's. Really. With all this college talk, too, about, you know, people getting paid and compensated and all that, I mean, that's that's an easy endorsement for Hines if he's nice. Really? Honestly, my, my second one would be Bumper Pool out of Arkansas. Like, how do you get that name? Like, were, was was he conceived on a Bumper Pool table? You know, like, like what happened? How did that come about? There's definitely a story behind that one for sure. Bumper I would like to see it. <laughs> I, I like my second one on offense. I'm going to go with Steel Chambers from Ohio State. I just feel like that has a nice WWE cliche. I feel like that guy was definitely a fan of The Undertaker or, or Stone Cold. So I'm going to go with him for my number two pick. A couple other ones, So-So Jambo, Chubba Hubbard from Oklahoma State. He's nasty. He's been balling out this year. Wolfgang Rebick from BYU. I mean, Wolfgang is pretty interesting. Yeah, it's like Wolfgang Puck. What about the defensive side, Muff? Um, Quindarius Monday. His, his nickname is Smoke, but it's like Quindarius almost seems like a, now correct me if I'm wrong, a, an adjective describes it now, right? Come <laughs> on, man. I forgot. I forgot. Sounds like you should have stayed in Morgantown for another week. I should have stayed Maybe in a year. Ju- I don't know. Freaking, uh, yeah, whatever it is. But it sounds like, yeah. How, how, how's your day today? It's a Quindarius Monday. You know, it just seems like it's a little gloomy. It's a normal day. How's your day been, Quinn Darius? That's a, that's why I like that one. I'm going linebackers. Favor, Favor, Flav, Washington State. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a name, man. That is a name. Who names someone with their first name the same as their last name? You know, that's that's really just a different crowd, like. I don't know. I feel like it's also weird when people have two first names. John Steven. John David Booty. Michael. 
Michael Tony. Like, what do I call you? Like, what? Like, what how, no one's named Michael Tony. I guarantee you there's somebody named Michael Tony, and he's probably going to listen to this and be like, yo, what the hell, bro? I thought it was cool. <laughs> Besides Smoke Monday, the defensive backs, honestly, I think got the best names. You also have Storm Duck out of North Carolina, and you also have Chaz Ayu. Sounds like somebody from BYU. Chaz Ayu from BYU. Storm Duck sounds really intense, like, like the Mighty Ducks, but like the villain of the Mighty Ducks. Very true. You know. Yep. Now, Muff, before WVU, as we said, we are two WVU alum. Before WVU faced Texas, there's a lot of rumbles on Twitter, on social media about the student section and the fans basically going back and forth because the you know the fans, passionate fans, want to see people in their seats. The student section, as you know, sometimes you know people could leave early, people get in late, just a mixture of things. And it was definitely it was definitely known on Twitter. But I will say that the students showed up. There's people in the aisles, all that against Texas. We'll see if it continues for the rest of the year. But it is a problem that ha- it isn't just WVU. It's all over the country, Alabama, all the top schools. You know, if it's August and it's 90-some degrees, a lot of people don't care as much for the game. We, we, we had a lot of people interacting on Twitter with some very good points on both sides. But I wanted to talk to you for someone that might have not been a WVU fan coming into college. What's your take on that? How much did it matter to you? For someone like me, I was going to games since I was little. Of course, I was probably a little bit more of a fan. You know, what? what how'd that change from like freshman year to senior year on, on becoming a fan, I guess you would say? Like, did it matter more? Honestly, I felt like, because initially I wasn't even really supposed to go to WU, so it was kind of like a last minute thing, which turned out to be the best decision I really ever made. Um, but like, I, I never really watched, to be honest, I never really watched college football like that. Like. Reggie Bush was one of my favorite players, and that's really, like, the only games I really watched. I was more so watching college basketball and baseball. But going into it, it was like I just get to go to a really big game with my friends. And then, you know, after the first game, I'm like, man, this is really, really cool. Like, it's my first, like, really big game experience. And after that, I just kept building up on it. And then as I got more in tune with, like, the the school culture and, you know, like, the, the camaraderie and just – you know how everybody just comes together on that Saturday, tailgating, just having a good time, and just like, man, this is an awesome experience. And now I don't watch anything but WU sports, really. But that, but that's what I think that some fans do got to understand that a lot of students, if it's their first time coming in or whatever, and you know, for freshmen, it could be just overwhelming. So I'm not shooting bail exactly on that. I'm saying if you get a ticket, you should go to the game and all that. But if it's a blowout. I mean, some 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 people aren't as passionate as, as as season ticket holders or everyday fans that you know, like I said, grew up in the Mountain State and been watching them. And like I said, it's not just WVU. This is a problem all over the country. And uh, you know, at the end of the day, they could either maybe give less students tickets, or I look at it like if it's not a big game, sometimes you know, it's four hours of time uh, that goes by. It's a, games are a lot longer than they were with halftime and all that. And uh, but I, I think there's reasonings on both sides for people to, to have a, have an argument. But then again, Muff, going back to you, I shouldn't even say you weren't a fan, though, because you were you were at the volleyball games freshman year, front row. But I don't know if you were there for, for the reasons that, you know, you think you'd be there for. Yes, sir. <laughs> you see, initially, my initial offering was to go there and just enjoy, you know, the views. and Lies. 
I actually really did like volleyball. So it was just kind of like, it was kind of like the sprinkles on top. But then as I started to go more, I'm like, yeah, they're out there rumbling. Like they're really out there going crazy right now. So as the games went on, I just got more into the games. And actually, matter of fact, we all, that's when we all got into the games. We just started doing the chance. We, we like, we made up our own student section. And then it was like, yeah, man, this is dope. This is really dope. Like everything. And that matter of fact, that game made me start going to watch soccer games and everything else. And that's why I was saying I can't even call you like you're not a true fan. I didn't want it to come off like that. I was just saying coming in, I knew you weren't WVU. Like, oh, I love WVU, you know. So I wanted to just hear how you thought about that when it pertains to people showing up to games. Like, if it, I don't. I think the game sometimes is a secondary thing for people. Not saying that's good or bad. It's just what it is. What it is for a lot of students, but. Like I said, if you're winning, even that Alabama, people still have people leaving. If they're up 60 to nothing or whatever. But if it's a close game, you should definitely stay if you get a ticket. But hey, then again, I can't even remember what we did half the time. So I'm not going to I'm not going to shun anyone either way for their thoughts on that. But we'll get into we'll get into college football again more next week. There's not really much to talk about, though. Honestly, I, I like this. I like how WVU's climbing. But on a on a latter note, I mean, you have five to six schools that are dominating the charts every year. I do want to talk about the college pay system thing next week too. Uh, remind me to bring that up. But I mean, every year you got, you got Clemson, Alabama, High State, LSU, Georgia, and I, I'm probably Oklahoma. I mean, those six teams are really the contenders every year. Last year, Notre Dame. Notre Dame's pretty good this year too. But I, I hate to say it like that, but it, it's it's definitely those those top schools. And right now, it's looking like the, it's looking like those six schools are are the ones that are going to be fighting for those final four spots at the end of the year. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much how it is. Like, in football, you know, you could play as hard as you want, but it's more so about, like, bro, are you, are you big and are you fast? Like, you know, I feel like other sports, you can kind of have more of a level playing field across the board, which is why you see different teams always winning. And it's like, it's almost like watching the Patriots play. Like, you already pretty much know what's going to happen. You got the goats out there. You know what else, Muff? It's that quarterback play. And you look at all those top schools, they have the best quarterbacks in the country. You got Tua, Trevor Lawrence, Jalen Hurts, uh, Fields from, from the high state, and even Joe Burrow from LSU has been balling out this year. So that's a reoccurring thing. I fully agree with you. If you look every year, Alabama's linemen are getting drafted, LSU's linemen. I mean, all around the field, they're fast, they're quick, and they're big. And that's and, and usually have a good QB. And if and if, if you think about it, I just named probably almost everything you need for a good football team, and all those teams seem to have it. But I like the way our Mountaineers are continuing to climb, as they say. And uh, we're gonna we're gonna keep getting up on that. I did want to talk a little NFL. The thing I have for you this week, Muff, on NFL was the the new QB era is almost almost upon us. I'm not gonna give that yet because we still have, as you said, the goat Tom Brady. I hate saying that. Tim Brady, I like to call him, and Aaron Rodgers still slinging it. But mm-hmm. you know, Deshaun Watson. I love his play breakdown after the games he's been doing. Mahomes. Yeah, he's he's a freak, dude. Danny Dimes, Mason Rudolph. I mean, you know, he got pieced up last week, but uh, Lamar Jackson. I really like Lamar Jackson. I was about to man, say, man. I know you know, you know, I hate the Ravens, but I got to give it to you, Lamar. Lamar's a Lamar balls out. So, yeah, a lot, a lot of young QBs right now. And then in the middle ground, I mean, like I said, you still got Drew Brees, you still got, you still got the the legends, and and Russ Wilson to me is also the middle pack right there of being a mm-hmm. great quarterback. But we're, we're seeing some new QBs upon us. Yeah, facts. I feel like it's 
what, every 10 years or so, like, you kind of get that, that turnover. I feel like in every sport, you kind of see the, the new stars getting mixed in with the, with the veterans, and it's just time for it now, you know? And I feel like the couple classes, the few classes that are about to come in, and the ones that are already there is like, it's going to make for some really good uh, competitions and games. It's kind of similar to what we, what we were talking about the NBA, I feel like, this past year with, with the Greek Freak and other guys that I told you for the longest time, we had the Kobe era, the Tim Duncans, the Shaq, Steve Nash, all them, and LeBron, D-Wade, and those guys were kind of the younger guys, but we still kind of classified them with those other guys because they were really good at the time. And we, we kind of, Whooping their ass. I didn't feel like we, we, we had a lot of younger guys that were really balling out. And now I think we're starting to see that trend. And again, with the NFL now, we're starting to see some younger guys really contribute early. And we'll have to see what their future looks like. So I'm looking at that. I do want to say shout out to our guy, Eric Jordan. He's been chatting with us as always, interacting with us online. But I got to say, Muff, the Browns are still the Browns. Our two teams, yeah, the Steelers are looking cruddy, I know. And, Super and cruddy. the Ravens are looking good. But at the, at the end of the day, the division's going to come down to the Ravens and the Steelers. The Browns are still the Browns, just like the Bengals. I'm sorry. That's the way it is. Yeah, the Browns are just the Browns, man. It's like you can't even really – you can't you, – you literally, you can't even be mad at them. You just hope they put up a good fight. And I, honestly, I think they still have just not a young core, but it's, it's a little bit younger. And I think that they have they have they need time to mesh together. You know, talk to me about Baker Mayfield, though. Do you think that he is a franchise quarterback? Do you think that he, he seems like he likes to have that chip on the shoulder? But I feel like he creates that chip on the shoulder a lot of times. Like, I don't think people trash talk him as much as he thinks. So I just think people want to see him if he's going to talk. Back it up. Yeah, prove it. Yeah, I mean, I feel like, honestly, I feel like he is just based off his competitiveness. But at the same time, like, sometimes you got to just tone it down and, and let your actions show what you want to say. Because at the end of the day, you let your actions show what you want to say. Can't nobody say anything, but congratulations. And keep going. But I don't know. I, I feel like he's somebody I would want to have on my team just because he, he's going to go out there. He's going to fight hard every day. But let me ask you something. You ready? <laughs> if you're starting a team, nah, I can't even do that because you're going to take Lamar or you're going to take Mahomes. You're going to take Watson, of course. That's no-brainers. But I'm just – Yeah, I guess, I'm ta- I'm, I'm I guess take my Lamar, point man. is – He's like – he's not on the level of Mike Vick yet, but I like his style, man. He, he can run. He's nifty. He can – Bro, he's got a rocket for it on. Yeah. Once he improves his accuracy a little bit, bro, I'm telling you. There's just a lot of other QBs that right now around his age that I'd rather be starting my franchise with if I'm an owner of a team, basically. No, that's very true. That is very, very true. We'll see, though. We'll see if the Browns prove us wrong. They they, they took a big L. We'll see if they'll come back. We got to talk your favorite sport, MLB. Like I said, MLB playoffs, hockey starting up. Penguins not looking too strong for me right now, but let's talk MLB playoffs. Who you rolling with this year? Because I know you still got to get that tattoo. People's been getting on you. I gave up on you, honestly. I'm sorry to all, to all yeah. our, our listeners and all of our friends. Muff, <sighs> I don't know, I'll man. I'll keep you updated. Okay. I'm going to keep, gonna us keep updated. you updated. I, just, I, like, I like a clean palette. Give us, so give us somebody here, a, though. I might get a year-long uh, henna tattoo. But I'm going with the Dodgers, man. They got a lot of veterans. It was at they this got, moment that he they're, they're just They're just very seasoned, man, from their pitching staff. You got a lot of people who can really swing the bat. Um, I feel like they, they mesh well, and I'm going with the Dodgers straight up. Straight up. I'm, I'm going to take someone in the American League. I'm feeling, I can't, hopefully I don't jinx them, but I'm feeling the Astros, the move on. 
beat the Yankees and and play against your Dodgers in the championship. And as you said, along with the pitching, I think that's what pushed them through. Garrett Cole, Grinky, uh, Verlander. Mm-hmm. I think those three. I mean, anytime you have three aces like that, it's hard to beat that. Very hard to beat. Just but like I the think, QB I mean, position, I think, man. Exactly. Like, they control the whole game. But I feel like I feel like the Dodgers, they have the personnel to be able to square square some things up, get some runs on the board early, and they also have some very good pitchers themselves. So it's like it's just it's just it's going to be about who plays small ball better, who makes less mistakes, and who can capitalize on you know all the small situations that you know just advancing a runner and seeing seeing more pitches. Like I think that's what's that's what it's going to come down to ultimately. Unfortunately for the Braves. I mean, they they took a beating from from the Cardinals at home. Uh, it was like thirteen to one. I just I was like, oh, I can't even watch any more of that. But the Braves had a great season. They got some young talent. I do gotta say though, I'm not gonna jump. We don't have too much food stuff this week. I don't think so. I didn't I didn't come with anything. I don't know if you did, but Braves did have for the playoffs. It was called Feast of the East, the biggest steak sandwich ever. Two pounds of grilled tenderloin, four marinated per- portobello mushrooms, dressed with Crispy onion strings, blue cheese sauce, all set atop 12 Hawaiian rolls, Muff. I'm telling you what, man. See, that was sounding good into that blue cheese. I'm telling you, though. Imagine watching your team losing 13-1 to to move on in the playoffs, and, and you just feel sick now from eating that 12 Hawaiian roll steak sandwich. Double loss for you, man. Double loss for the Braves. It comes with the territory. You got to take your wins with the losses. Um, NBA, NBA. Let's talk NBA. Preseason's going on. Season's got to be starting soon, I'm pretty sure. I don't know the exact date, but I was checking out the Pelicans for the first time the other day. Zion threw it down. What do you think about the Pelicans squad this year with Lonzo Ball, Drew Holiday, Brandon Ingram, J.J. Reddick, Zion? Are are you feeling this squad at all? Do you think they got a chance to make the playoffs? Um, I don't necessarily think they're going to make the playoffs. I think they're going to have a a pretty good record. I feel like they got some competitors on their team. Um, if they do make the playoffs, I think they're going to be, you know, an, an eight seed. Eight um, seed, yeah. But I think I think they have a couple more years before they really, really blossom into how they're going. Especially with you know Lonzo having to 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 stay healthy. You got Zion who has to get used to the NBA speed, which I think he's he's going to really be fine. You got you got an OG and Drew Holiday and JJ Redick he's slamming like, right now. Yeah, and I feel like you know you got a young star emerging in Brandon Ingram, so. Muff, let's 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 listen to what JJ said on media. I don't know if you heard this, but my first conversation, real conversation with Zion, was a couple weeks ago, and we got to chat for 20 minutes or so after one of the workouts. And the last thing I said to him, I said, "Look, man, don't f- this up for me." <laughs> he did. He did. <laughs> it, it was so funny. Like he was like, he was he had just gave me some great advice, and then. I mean, the whole mood shifted. He was like, I'm 13 for 13. Don't mess this up for me. I'm like, JJ, why are you telling me? I'm a rookie. (laughs) I mean, to be honest, he ain't lying. You better come in and bring it. That's a lot of years, man. A lot of years not missing the playoffs. Winning culture. You know, you, you play, you practice hard. You don't expect to lose, but as hard as you practice, you expect to win, so... When you're used to that, you don't ever want to go back. Whose city is L.A., LeBron or the Cactus? And that question comes from our guy, Midwest Native. 
I mean, you got to go with LBJ. He's still the he's still the goat to me as far as this era. Like it's hard it's hard to say it's not his city. Plus, you know what I mean? He just restored his hairline again. I know he's feeling crazy. He might go out there and drop 50 and and 15 again. So, you know what I mean? It's it's got to be got to be LBJ. Dame Lillard versus Shaquille O'Neal. The rap battle. Dame Dallas. That's all you got to say then. Uh, Dame Dollars moshed him up. I'm going with old school, man. I like Shaq's. You, it's hard to not like Shaq's, but, you know, Dame Dollars going to come with the heat. He got bars. I like Dame, though. I, I like Dame as a person. I like him as a player. But on the mic, I, I got to take the OG, Shaq. I feel like it's only right. you probably take Will Smith or Nick Cannon on the mic at that rate. Over you, I would. Bop oh, okay. Bet. Say no more. I, I know where you live, dude. I know where you live, I think dude. We need to move Lonzo. That ain't no problem. Huh? I hear it. I, I hear it all, man. I have some people out there in your bushes. <laughs> oh man. See, I, I this is this is the part where I, I would go into music month, but I know you didn't listen to any albums in the last month that we've been off, so I won't ask you that. I will say though. You know what? What? I ain't, listen, I ain't listened to no new albums, but I've been listening to a lot of just really, really different music so what i've been doing right i don't know if you're i don't know if you uh well you probably know about samples and stuff but i've been just going through like listening to different songs that people sampled and i've just been Mm -hmm. going and downloading the songs and then just vibing with it like that's what i've been doing lately there's a cool website that that tells you any song where it got it sampled from and to me i think that's the coolest thing because i love finding old vinyls that uh, old vinyl records that you that you can that you can hear. Yeah, well, who's who and sampled see where it or that something song like that? Comes from. Yeah, yeah, exactly yeah. what it's called. <laughs> I forgot what it was called. That's terrible. Yeah, that's, that's I think that's it's really cool, you know, because then you can hear little melodies from the songs you really really like, and then you can kind of visualize that art that artist like how they just transform this little piece of just beautiful sounds. And made it even more beautiful. I think that's really that's really cool. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if people still do that 20 years from now. Are they going to be sampling what people sampling right now? How, how much is it going to keep recycling? I feel like it's just going to keep recycling. But then it's like, as as that uh, as that ladder just keeps going up, they're not really going to know where it really came from because then they're they're going to start sampling me, and then they'll be like, "Damn, where did he get this from?" But it's like. Got this from like the '60s, dude. Do you want to speak on your uh, blood brother six nine at all, or stupid? Bro, don't even. Oh, okay. Don't even. Okay, I'll move on. I ain't on. getting involved with that. He probably listened to this, this right now. <laughs> Tapped it. Next talk. I didn't do it. If the feds listen, I didn't do it. <laughs> Whitney Houston hologram tour, man. Are, are you into the hologram thing? I know Tupac did that. How do you feel about that? I don't. I don't like all this. I, let me check out. Let me put my stuff to someone works at the grocery store. I don't need any of these robots. I don't need holograms. I think it's cool, but it's like we're really about to go up here and just watch like someone who should just be resting. I don't know. It's, it's somewhat weird, but at the same time, it's like, yo, I can kind of still experience this. It's a, little, it's a little different. It's just different. Reminds me of like Black Mirror. Maybe, you know, maybe when everybody gets gets the Neuralink implanted. And then we all can just kind of do what we want. You know what? Actually, let me rephrase that. I'm not going to spend money and go to a hologram tour. 
But That's if true. it was free and it's like they're going to be playing the songs anyways, I mean, you might as well check it out, right? Yeah, it should be something that's like a festival or a wine yeah, maybe tasting. I, 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 I pay like a $5 cover maybe. If or maybe, or maybe like. an event where they have finger sandwiches with the cuss cut off. What? I'd go and listen to it, mosey around. Uh, what maybe maybe grab a else? glass of cold artesian water. By the time this comes out, Muff, Wale's new album. I forgot about that. I've been meaning to talk about that. I've been wanting to talk about that. Wow, that's crazy. That's crazy. He named it that, by the way. But eight songs, I believe, couple features. The three songs he's put out so far have been great in my eyes. I think this Wale album will be one of the best albums that he has. It seems like he's in a good space in his head. And I, I, I love that because, you know, I love Wale. So I'm yeah. excited to check this tape out. Yeah, he's he's definitely one of the the best to to do it, man. Like, he's got so many classic projects, so many classic songs. I know me and you used to go back and forth on, especially um, especially back in our Chateau days, man. We used to go back and forth on a lot of the songs, man. So, I'm I'm excited for it. I'm excited to hear something new, um, something refreshing, and it's almost that time for the the winter air to hit you. So you know you almost want those type of vibes. Oh, and, and we got to shout him out for, for this Bobby Huggins line. The, the song hasn't dropped what to see. Let me, let me play this real quick. Anytime. See, I, to me, Wale's got the best sports references. And anytime he shouts out, he shout out West Virginia and, and Bob Huggins in a song. Hey, that guy's good in my book. Facts. Best sports lines, best shoe lines. That's true. He's he's been ahead of the curve on that booth. Yeah. That's Kanye, still being Kanye. Who knows? He's pushed back his date. Who knows when he's gonna drop? Sunken I'm, place. I'm, I, I I can't even. Yeah, I can't even say I'm I'm that excited for that. When it comes out, it comes out. I'll check it out. But I'm I'm not losing any sleep over it by any means. I'm probably not gonna listen to it. <laughs> Keep it a bean with you. Just to be honest. Yeah. Probably not yeah. listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even laugh. And forgive me, uh, y'all. If my, if my voice sounds monotone right now, I'm just having back spasms up in here. So I can't even really laugh. The funniest part, we picked the worst time, too. Uh, I, I woke up I woke up today. Throat's all sore. <laughs> I, I, I feel like I'm already getting sick with this weather. There's no chill with this weather. It's it's 100, then it's 50. There's no fall, and I hate that. But it is gr- it this is the part they don't see. They see the it's episodes. The <laughs> They say, hey, man, what's up when you dropping an episode? Bruh, Bruh. I'm sick. <laughs> Y'all literally can't Muff, even laugh, bro. Muff's out this here looking hurt. like Hunchback Notre Dame ah. with back spasm standing up. Bruh, oh. this joint is crazy we right got anything? Oh, last thing we got to discuss. A guy puts a safe in his fridge, a see-through safe, that is, with his snacks in it to hide from his wife and kids. <laughs> what's, the, what's your initial thoughts on this? This guy's ahead of the curve. He's a genius. He's a modern-day uh, Einstein. I like his style. Don't touch my snacks. That's foul. That's foul, though. No, nah, because it's like there are certain snacks that you'll buy for the crowd. You'll buy for the house. But then there's like, bro, these are these are my snacks. These are my indulgences. But at the same time, I'm probably going to buy two of everything. Put one in safekeeping. No pun intended. And then keep the one out just to frolic. Because I know there's going to be days when I come back two days later, all of it's gone. And I even had to had the time to enjoy it. So I like that stuff. But a safe? 
come on. If you got kids, you know he's, he's hiding Easter baskets. You know he's hiding presents. Surely he can come up with a good spot he can hide from his wife, too. Nah, this reminds me of that one Bernie Mac episode where he would mark everything with a line. Everything at this point is yours. Anything after this is mine. Don't touch it. Rest in peace to Bernie Mac. R.I.P. Bernie Mac. Muff. Like I said, first episode back in a minute. We are coming every week. I promise you that. Promise you that. Got some guests lined up. But season three, do we have anything else on this episode? Uh, Not really, man. We're definitely going to talk about some more extensive topics this season. Uh, we're definitely going to get into some different things, some more interactions. Uh, I think the thing that a lot of our friends and family are more excited about is just us doing some video. Um more clothing, more gear, more me going on Garrett, telling him how he can't shoot, and pretty much everything. More recipes. Everything. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. How do we forget season three, Stranger Things? Season four, man. Season four preview came out, and we haven't discussed season three Muff, I'm, I'm just going to say, I thought season three, it, it doesn't top one just because, you know, one is one. But at the same time, season three blew season two way out the water. Uh, Honestly, they're all just like. Come on, stop. So phenomenal. Those. They're just so phenomenal. Like from the graphics improving to the storylines being built to the cliffhangers. It just had me on the edge of my seat. And I'm I personally you. think either Hopper or Papa is is, is in that uh, German prison. That's my opinion. But we can go oh, more 100%. in depth on this next. We can go. We definitely can go more in depth on this the next episode because we got to get in that before season four drops because then we have to cover that too. No, I think I think you're on to something. A little spoiler alert, but surely you've seen it if you saw it by now. You've seen it if you they- saw it. <laughs> if you were looking at it, then you've seen you. it. If you saw it, hey, I gotta, we gotta, I gotta join you back in the English. If you were watching too, it, then you were looking at it, and then you seen what you saw. But Muff, they talk about that in the season four trailer that basically they're not gonna be, they're not in Hawkins anymore. So we're not it wasn't in a trailer, Hawkins anymore. So I think that definitely brings up your point. That is, it's definitely one of the two, and uh, it's it's about to go down. I saw someone say it's like a whole. I, it's kind of in time span and in the 12 month frame of what it took place what was that Halloween then it went from there now this is going to be in like the cold again or whatever so that was summer mm-hmm. on season 3 so it's kind of going in a yearly thing so I think we're back in the winter now yeah it's time to get chilly get some hot cocoa and just indulge yourself oh fuck that hurt <laughs> that hurt so bad hold up well, Muff's got the back spasms. I, I, I can't even talk. So this has been a great episode. Episode 53. If you made it this far, shout out to you. We'll, we'll be getting better and back as always. As we said, follow us. Keep up to date with us. Give us a tweet. Let us know what we're doing good. Let us know what we're doing bad. We appreciate everything. You got this a has wig been on. Day One Lifestyle and Friends, the podcast. Cut.